Hello, everybody. I may sound far more mellow than usual. And uh, this is smugness, I think, in part with a unbridled level of confidence after the week that we had here on the Under Review Show. Welcome mm. to this is the aftermath. We're going to talk about what happened on the weekend in the NFL, where our bets landed or did not. And of course, we're going to go over our Triple T's Burger super bet that we do every single week, which, uh, apart because of my smugness now, now you're putting the things together, um, landed huge for us again this week. I am Damon. Welcome to the Under Review Show, uh, where we cover the insider crap when it comes to betting. Okay, we're not just making picks and telling you about odds. We got some insider stuff, okay? The good people at betonline.ag hang out, give us information, send us the inside stuff for us to share with you. I have two fantastic partners in crime here, um, the Aftermath edition of the Under Review Show, Mr. Eric Rosenthal, Rosenthal and Mr. Sean Pfeiffer. Eric, how are you? Welcome to the show. Do you share my the smug nature that I've brought to the episode this week? Did we lose Eric? I, I, think, it's, uh, I think it's a yes. I mean, if yeah. I'm reading minds. I mean, maybe, Eric. maybe he's so smug right now that he actually just can't even... Doesn't need to say anything. He's just, he's just nodding at his, at his computer right now. I can actually visualize that. Yeah, Could you? He, I can see him just looking at us being like, I need not speak this week because our, uh, our bets were so ridiculously good. Well, how about you, Sean? Let's, let's just start with you then, and Eric can jump back on on any time here. Um, do you oh, share... Eric is still nodding. I think, yep. I think he yeah. might was... be done nodding now. I am done nodding. Can you hear me now? Oh yeah, there you are. There you are. We just thought we just thought like my mellow smugness rubbed off on you so much that you just had a nap. You just went to sleep because you're like, forget it. That's how I can do this. I can do it in my sleep. You know what I, I'm saying? I sleep through most. I sleep through most of the the time when you're talking on the podcast, yeah, anyway. So I can, I can see that. Just I can probably, just, just had to go through that. I could probably um, see no, that. I am comfortably smug. I'm. We're coming off a, a great triple cheeseburger. Last week going to happen again this week. I'm very excited, very confident. We got Saturday football. Uh, we got oh, college man. bowl season coming up, and uh, another triple cheeseburger that's going to win this week. So I'm uh, I'm very smug and very excited. God, I love the smugness that we get to share here because uh, you know, and because frankly, we started off the season we wasn't we we couldn't be smug. We were we were more sheepish, right? We were ashamed to come on the show, but now now we're winning and we're winning a lot, and it's fantastic. Um, Sean Pfeiffer. You had a great week as well. Uh, tell me a bit about where your headspace is right now, sir. God, it feels good to win my leg of the cheeseburger, which in turn most likely won the Texans a berth to the playoffs. So, yeah, I mean, it was just a great week all around. I think coming into this week, and, and this isn't, I think, necessarily a shot against my leg, but it, it's more just me speaking the truth. My leg was the, the leg of the cheeseburger that we were the most uncertain about. Not saying that we weren't certain, because we were. We felt great about the cheeseburger. We even said that at the end of the podcast last week, that it was the most confident that we felt going into a week. But I'll say this. Mine was the, the shakiest of the three legs. And, and God, man, the Texans showed up last week. 
and they're one win away now for clinching a playoff berth, and, and they're going to have that chance actually as the first game of Week 16 on Saturday. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it was you're definitely right in the unshakiness. For those of you who are just tuning in, the Teesburger, we, we every week we choose three games, one game each, and we tease it seven points in either direction. Then we combine those all together in a parlay, and then we bet it. It's really hard to do, okay? Just just so you know, but we do pretty good at it. And uh, and you know the folks that bet online, you know, send the odds our way. They allow us to do this. Um, you can bet on it too if you go to betonline.ag and you use the promo code review. At any point, you can deposit money, and it'll give you an extra bonus on your deposit for you to use. And um, and yeah, and uh, and we do this cheeseburger every single week. We our streak, you know, we did we took a bye week uh, uh, two weeks ago, but of our last. Um, I'm going to go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight Teesburgers. We are um, six, six and two, six right? And two. We're six and two in our last Ooh, eight. Six and two. Teesburgers. So of the, of the ones we bet. We did have a no bet one week, and then we had a bye week. So, um, But the ones that we have bet, we are six and two. Fantastic numbers here. And uh, yes, your segment of the Teesburger was you took Houston, who are a plus three underdog, I'm going up against, um, you know, division rival for the, for the lead in the division on the road against the Tennessee Titans, Tannehill and the, and, and the Titans. Um, and you ended up, you know, we teased you from plus three to plus 10. You still would have covered the, the plus three um, because they won outright 24 to 21. Um, yeah. And in a, in, a, in a tough game, it was like, it was like if they're going to win, you need Deshaun to just go out of his mind. He wasn't that nuts. He didn't have a f- phenomenal game. He played very well, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it didn't take a ton from him. And and what we saw throughout that entire game is they scripted Hopkins out of it until the fourth quarter. Hopkins only had 27 receiving yards until the fourth. And then he wound up with 98 in the fourth quarter uh, on a few huge plays. But they were actually they targeted stills a few times in the end zone. I think he actually came down with two touchdowns. Uh, so it was it was just a, a weird game. And it was a game also that we dominated from the first quarter all the way until the final seconds of the clock ticked off. Uh, so it, it felt good. And it definitely feels good knowing that the Texans are, are kind of in control of their own destiny here moving forward. The next win solidifies a, a spot here in the playoffs in 2019. Yeah, man, it was really tough, too, because if you look at Houston, by the way, they're um – I mean, this is the only thing that maybe maybe it sparked yours, not only just being a homer, but for Houston, um, and, uh, their, their ATS record is even on the season. They're seven and seven, yep. right, on the, on, the, yep. on the season, except for um, on the road, where they're five and two. Yeah. Just cover like mad on the road, and uh, you read the play. It was a beautiful play, and uh, you're absolutely right. It wasn't the gimme and the slam dunk that we, um, that both Eric and I felt that we had last week, and uh, and you managed to come through big time here with this with the straight up win. It's great, Eric. Let's talk about you. Um, you want to talk about a, a gimme, and you, you just you were slothering, you know, just dro- just drooling at the mouth to place this bet this week. Um, you took the Saints. On Monday Night Football, from minus nine down to minus two against the Colts, and what they put together there was an historic slobber knocking, not just in score and in prime time, but like record breaking. Yeah. It was just a giant like dance party for Drew Brees right there. Like he just he had a sexy dance party on the Colts' heads. Um, tell us a bit about that. 
uh, one of the greatest QB performances in the history of the NFL. Ever. Uh, 29 for 30, 307 yards, four touchdowns, and somehow not a perfect passer rating, which makes me realize that stat is total garbage. If you can go... (laughs) 29 for 30 for 300 yards, four touchdowns, and not have a perfect rating. How is that not a perfect passer rating? (laughs) Because it's a flawed equation. It's a a completely flawed equation. Absolutely ridiculous. It makes no sense, and it it doesn't doesn't do anything. Drew Brees had a great game. Their best quarterback, Taysom Hill, got a touchdown. Uh, It it was just a a destruction of of epic levels, and it was a terrible line. Um, One of the best opportunities all year on, on a tease that we had um, the Saints were just a much better team trusting Jacoby Brissett on the road against a Saints team that um, has been so great all year. One of their losses was to the 49ers in the total shootout. You know the Saints are going to score on anybody, um, but their defense wasn't going to get lit up by Jacoby Brissett on the road um, with a you know semi-okay T.Y. Hilton and just not not a great offense overall. So that, that was a pretty much a free square on our triple T's, but it wasn't as free of a square as you took Damon with your Patriots last week and on to Cincinnati, maybe the the best teaseburger that's a pick that's ever been had in the NFL. Yeah, that was, that was something. And I will tell you this much though. um, I don't know if you guys watched the game, but the Patriots were losing like deep into the first quarter Um, (laughs) to the first quarter. There was, there was some time where they just couldn't get, they still had like, here's the issues. They're not been solved by the way. The Patriots offense is, is just anemic and deplorable and slow. But I mean, we're going, we have one, you know, an all timely historically bad Cincinnati Bengals team here. Um, And the fact that they were even, even on the road, which is a great win on the road for them, that they were only minus nine, you know, it's, it's coming off the fact that they've lost some, some games to some very good teams and had an offense that just can't, is a spot. I think it pulled that line um, to a nine. And by the way, we all know me that I, I'm not a big double-digit point spread guy, but this was definitely a double-digit double point spread game. Um, the Patriots should have been far greater favorites than minus nine, even on the road. Um, and teasing that from nine to two to minus two. So you take the Pats minus two on the road versus the Bengals. Um, it was a laughable line. That was a laughable line. And uh, yeah, those were two big misses by the books this week. You, you know, that that uh, that Saints line and that the Patriots line just seemed completely wonky. Um um, for in on both ends of it, so um, I'm just happy to say we we absolutely smashed it. So we took all three wins. We took it back to the bank here, um, and yeah, man, the st- not only streak alive, like we're six and two on on three team parlay tease games. It's a very hard thing to do for for people who bet. If you if you don't know, if you don't know, it's literally one of the most difficult things to do. And we're uh, we're nailing it, you guys. So well done. Congratulations, Team Aftermath. Hey? Yeah. Give yourself a pat on the back for last week's Take 2D because, truthfully, I don't think that we're spending enough time on it. That was, and we even said it on the air, that was the layup of all layups. It was the bet of all bets. It was the lock of the century, and and we said that for the listeners. And if you guys took advantage of that, I know that there was a few tweets that were put out by Bet Online this weekend. Uh, well, you, you, you made out like a bandit. And we really hope that that was the case because that's why we do this. And I mean, guys, when we're that confident, you've heard us say things like that one time all season once. Yeah. And we said it last week and, and that was, 
you know, we said it was a sure thing and sure things in any sort of sports and sure things in the betting world and the industry that we live in, you know, there's, there's nothing definitive about betting, but we, we're doing our best to put you guys in the best position to, to be successful using our podcast. I do also want to say that, um, I was almost, I was almost rooting against the saints pick this week because mm. I was in an epic fantasy football clash with, oh, with, with, oh, the, with a dude who, who has been dominating our fantasy football league for like the past 10 years. You know what I mean? He wins every, and I was, he was, yeah. I was playing in the semifinal and he was favored. You know, this is one of those leagues is a PPR league. So a, a winning week, if you, if you racked 150 points, you're pretty much, that's that you're, you got a winning week of 150 points. In oh there. yeah. Um, and, uh, and I was, I was an underdog in this matchup. We use Yahoo for this one. By okay. by more than thirty points against Oof. this against this guy, and semifinals, uh, and this is the semifinals, and uh, yeah. I had Lamar Jackson do the Lamar Jackson yeah. thing and almost put a fifty burger up for me, so I'm in really sure. good shape. And I went into Monday night in that Saints game, and he had Michael Thomas, and he had forty three points and change oh. to come up with, which you normally you go like, oh, I'm just I'm I'm popping champagne now. I'm going to the finals. Yeah. But if you look yeah. at the stats. That's not Michael Thomas's best game he's had, right? If if he hit forty four points, say, that would like be his third best fantasy game he's ever had in his life. Insane. And, and, and he's that, going for records, so they're trying to target him every every all damn they're doing series. Is passing, you know that if he didn't throw yeah. a touchdown to break the record, he was staying in till the last minute, and they were chucking right. the ball until he got it. It didn't matter what the score was. It didn't matter anything. Yep. He was throwing and throwing and throwing. And when he when when Breeze rolls out and and you look at Thomas's stat after the first quarter, or just just they got the ball partway through the first quarter into the second, and it's just five for five and a touchdown and sixty yards <laughs> in one drive, and you just go. Shh. I was like, I'm screwed. But luckily, luckily, I just watched the the lead. He got the record. As soon as that happened, they dialed it down. They were blasting off, and uh, I turned the game back on because I was so nervous I couldn't watch. Um, oh, so I was, I was for a minute there. I was just like, no, Saints. I don't care about the cheeseburger. I almost not care about the cheeseburger. But that, that's it. There's my little story there. But then uh, I, I remained victorious. I won my 16 points. I'm on to the finals, right? Oh, that's See, yours is a, it's a, it's a good story. Our, ours is, is not so good. Eric and I are in a, a high-stakes league that I'm sure you'll be a part of next season. And, and truthfully, uh, Eric, do you want to you want to share the news? How many, first of all, D, how many teams is your league? And then we can get back on, on track here and, and talk about, you know, week 16. But how many teams is your, your PPR league? Um, in, so in, in fantasy, they do have limits in yeah. under Yahoo and stuff. But our, my right. league is, uh, is only 12 teams. It's 12, 12 teams. teams. 12, 12 teams, teams is still, I mean, that's a good size. This is so 12. ours is 14. Okay. And... <laughs> The guy, so Eric's in the semifinal. I was in the semifinals too. So we were both on different sides of the bracket. He was playing somebody. I was playing somebody. Uh, and Eric, his opponent, Eric, do you want to, I mean, kind of share what happened? He had mentioned 150 points is a really high score. And, and it is even on a 12 team, you know, PPR league. Uh, Eric's opponent this week, he, he did what, Eric? In a 14 team league, <laughs> dropped the highest score of anyone has had. The entire season with 192 fantasy points Jeez. in one week. 
<laughs> and what, he had everybody that had multiple touchdowns on the same team. Uh, and then on my side, D, we were kind of similar, sweating the same thing. I was only up 13 points, and he had Michael Thomas on, on Monday night. Uh, needless to say, after the first quarter job. and after yeah. that first series, I was yeah. I was knocked out of, of the playoffs. But wow. I had Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook got hurt this week. Yeah, ah, it's a tough So one. frustrating. I mean, it's so funny because it's it's especially the, t- the, the season-long fantasy day. Daily fantasy is a different animal. Season-long fantasy sure. is so much luck <laughs> and, and stuff is. you can't control um, yeah. that it's that it's nuts that it, how much it affects it. Um, yeah, this 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 league I had, I, I put 198 points up on my team. Um, wow. I mean, that's Lamar Jackson dropping 50, but uh, but he uh, he still brought it within. He brought it yeah. within like 13 points. I think it's maybe 16 points of winning. So. In in terms of in terms of like epic things, not only did my team, which was was an underdog by more than thirty points against this guy, he was predicted yeah, to do awesome. one hundred and sixty seven points. He still dropped one hundred and eighty five. Oh, God, man, that, what, a, what a crazy, crazy series of events. Well, think about it this way. All three of us were in the semifinals in our respective leagues. Hey, so it's got to mean something. Yeah. Uh, only one of us survived. So, D, it's, it's kind of all on you to win it the is. championship you know, this week. And, and, and because this guy has dominated our fantasy league for so long, I felt like it was a victory for the people. Yeah. And <laughs> I think yeah. the league was like, – and the people rejoiced. Um, when that happened. So, um, yes, I hope I'm, I've got some really poor matchups into the final and bad, really, really strong defenses. Uh, I'm not predicting another 200 point week, but even then, um, to win for the, for the, for the boys and girls to, for the, for the people, um, I feel like I've, I've accomplished something, you know, do it, if, do if it for the people. Nothing, I, I did it, do for, it for the people. I did it for yeah. everybody else. Guys, we got Mike get- Boone. Mike Boone, league winner, free agent pickup, waiver wire. Mike Boone, remember that name. Okay. Mike Boone for the win. You heard it here first. Um, Guys, um, before we get into a um, – before we get into um, more fantasy and my kickers only league that I'm in the final for as well, let's talk Mm. about our cheeseburger for this week. Now, this stuff gets tough here. Teams are locked you know, I'd say by week 15, you, you have a locked in team week 16 though. It gets a little weird, right? And this is the thing, like you got, you got teams literally playing for draft picks, you know, at this point in their career, in their, in their lives. Um, and you have teams playing for uh, first round buys, but you have teams playing for like nothing, you know, it's those middle of their own crap teams, like, um, you know, the dolphins that'll have to pay the play the Patriots late in the season that aren't, you know, aren't, one win, you know, their, their draft stock is at like eight. So they're not, they don't really care. They can't do anything there. They just want to screw up the Patriots, you know, seeding going in the playoffs. That's all they care about. That's actually a good right. example because Miami did it last year with the Miami miracle that dropped them. I think another six places in the draft and hosed them completely. But, but damn it, if they didn't beat the new England Patriots and cost them a number one seed, um, but this is this is where it gets tough to bet because teams just go a little wonker, wonky, um, and it's, it, it gets really really difficult. So this week's teaseburger, we're gonna have to lock in. Teams are playing on Saturday now. You know what I mean? Left yeah. is right, up is down. We don't know what's going on. Um, we got to be really careful this week to keep this teaseburger streak going. Um, let's start with you, Mr. Eric Rosenthal. I want to talk to you about your teaseburger for Week 16 in the NFL. Well, I have such a great pick. But I want to maybe defer, like oh, Dak Prescott. Love it. I want to defer my option. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is up with that, man? Dak Prescott, get it together. You got one job to do on the coin toss. One job. Man. Oh, Dak. And then I like how the NFL, you know, changes it at halftime, doesn't tell Sean, uh, Sean McVay. So they don't even know they're not getting the ball until he comes out of the, the locker room. A very, very strange situation. Yeah. Super weird. Yeah. I love it. So but you're, that, that's the but you're like legitimately deferring right now, Eric. You're uh, I'm going to defer because okay. I, I, I have the best pick of the week, but I hope someone else takes it so I can ha- make the most fun pick of the week that uh, is going to make you guys go crazy. I absolutely love it. Sean, uh, you're up, man. What is your, uh, yeah. what is your cheeseburger? This is, this is a layup. So you know how last week we were a little bit uncertain about the, the Texans and, you know, wait, is Sean going to go and 2 with his homer pick uh, this season? Because I lost the first one with the Houston Texans. It was one of my, my two losses so far this year in the Triple Teesburger. So, you know, it was, I was a little bit gun shy, a little bit reluctant to go back to the well and, and take the Houston Texans. But I felt so certain about it last week that I wanted to even up my Houston Texans Triple Teesburger record and go one and one. This is the week that we break the 500 mark. This is the week where I don't think that you can fade the Texans tease being able to cross multiple lines here right now on bet online. They're sitting at, at three point favorites. They're going into Tampa Bay take on the bucks. The Tampa Bay bucks this season are two and four at home. You mentioned the Texans are significantly better five and two against the spread this year when they're playing on the road. The stars are just perfectly aligning for the Houston Texans to clinch the playoffs this week against Tampa Bay without, wait for it, without their best two receivers in both Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. This Tampa Bay team is going to be a shell of themselves this week. And I think that the Texans are able, I mean, guys, we're we're teasing this down from three to get plus four. I mean, you're getting four points for the Texans. They know they're looking ahead on their calendar. They know that the Titans, who they just beat in Tennessee, are going to be the last team that they face this season next week. They know that, and they know that the Titans are going to be fired up. Trust me, they know that they need to win this game, and I think that the Texans do it pretty handedly. Tampa Bay's been terrible on the road, or at home. Houston's been really good on the road all season. I'm a huge fan of this Texans pick, and I don't think that this one is even a stretch at all. I'd be surprised if if both of you guys, not not because of you guys' talent, but I'd be surprised if both of you guys' picks were more of a lock than this Texans to cover four points uh, and actually get four points in Tampa Bay this weekend. Wow, I, I love it. Taking four yeah. on the road against a team like Tampa, with when, like I'm talking about when, when we talk about things to play for, uh, you guys have everything to play for. Everything. TB doesn't really have much to play for right now. This is, this is an interesting matchup. And the fact that you guys are so good against the spread on the road. So, you know, just a straight-up win on the road as a three-point favorite is just, is, that's wonderful. It's a saucy, that's a saucy, yeah. saucy pick, in my opinion. Um, Eric, what are, you, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I love the pick. Um, not only is their best receiver, Chris Godwin, out, the second best receiver, Mike yeah. Evans is out, and their third best receiver, Scotty Miller, is out. And that's <laughs> crazy. A recipe for disaster. Yeah. And, and, uh, and Jameis Winston's playing with a broken thumb. Yeah, I mean, he lit up the, the Lions <laughs> yeah. last week. So apparently that thumb didn't affect yeah. him too much. 458 yards, four touchdowns against me in fantasy football. Thanks a lot, Jameis. So, <laughs> but, so you're handicapping yourself on top of just handicapping yeah. yourself. <laughs> 
But uh, their three top receivers are, are all out. They don't have much of a running game to speak for. I think um, their two top running backs combined 21 rushes for 40 yards last week against the Lions uh, in a game where like the Lions weren't even defending the run. They were defending the pass, and mm-hmm. they still couldn't run the ball. So uh, when you can't run the ball and you're going to have a bit of trouble throwing the ball um, with just a devastated receiver core, and you know Jameis Winston's going to turn the ball over a couple times. Yeah. He does it every week, probably in the first quarter, maybe yeah, on the yeah. first drive. I think five times this year he's thrown an interception on the first uh, drive of the uh, of the game. So you know he's going to struggle, and uh, I think the Texans win this game outright in plus four something goes wrong and they lose by a field goal at the end of the game, you still win. So I absolutely love that pick, Sean. I think it's a layup. Yeah. Well, I there you too. go. Okay. Okay. Easy. Easy. I, I yeah, I, I can't see that. I mean, if you're going to look at the body of work that both of these teams have put together for the season, and I'm talking betting body of work, um, I think you're, I think you're in a, in a really freaking good spot here. Here's, here's the craziest thing about it too, is that, yeah, I know like it's an anomaly for a team to um, be that much better on the road. Um, against the spread, they're five and two against the spread. Houston, um, but do you know what um, um, Tampa Bay is at home against the spread? I'm gonna guess zero and six because their record's two and four. Yeah, zero five and one. Mm. So they got one push in there. They haven't even covered at home a single time. So they're they're, they're getting three. They're points. terrible at home. They're getting three they're points. They're terrible. And you're gonna you're gonna flop that on them like it's just it's just a, uh, a yeah. There's no more statistical gimme um, on the board. I think, except for the pick I'm going to take. And the Ooh. reason why I'm going to take this is because my fantasy football final um, also will rely upon um, a performance on this, team, um, on this matchup this week. And that matchup happens to be um, with my starting quarterback, who, who is Lamar Jackson for the Baltimore Ravens, who are 10-point road favorites over the Cleveland Browns. Um, which is a lot of points on the road, by the way. Um, but and, and you know what? The Browns aren't as bad as, uh, say, the Bengals were. Um, but the Baltimore Ravens are better than the Patriots were. You know, So if you want to do a comparison, the Patriots are only nine-point road favorites over the, Cle- uh, over the Cincinnati Bengals. Browns are better. But if we tease those Ravens down to three points and say that they just win by, by more than a field goal on the road yeah. against the Cleveland Browns when you've got Lamar Jackson coming off of arguably one of the best performances I guess instead of <laughs> if if it wasn't for Drew Brees last night, one of the best performances uh, all season, um, I think this is just a slam dunk, and I get to cheer for both. I don't want to be stuck in that thing where I don't want Michael Thomas to catch any touchdowns. Yet um, uh, um, the, I'm relying on the Saints to uh, to cover our cheeseburger. This way, I'm just putting it all together. Let Lamar go buck wild on the Cleveland Browns on the road here. Get him a win by three points. Hopefully he throws six touchdowns and runs in two more and he sets every record of all time. Um, but if not, um, at least I'm putting my best foot forward and I'm cheering for uh, one team in one game in one weekend. And I don't have that like sports polygamy thing going on where I'm married to two different results. What do you guys think of that? Yeah. That's an easy one, hey? That's a gimme? Yeah, it, it feels like a game. If you really wanted to hedge your bet so that you didn't tell it in your championship, you could just bet it the other way and, and just, you know, either way, you're going to be happy. <laughs> bet the Browns down or, or up. I won't be happy and, if I lose uh, fantasy <laughs> at all. There's just no way. Yeah, the go league. win the fantasy league. And, and it doesn't hurt that this was actually my second favorite bet on the entire board. So I'm I'm really glad that you mentioned it as your, your teaseburger here. It's, I think it's a another lock. I mean, this, this is a super, super... I hate to use the word guaranteed in in this world, but I think it's as close to a guarantee as you're going to see outside of that Houston game. Yeah. Hey, uh, Eric, what are your thoughts? 
Controversy on the Under Review Show. Oh, no. My pick was going to be the Cleveland Browns from plus 10. I was going to assume I could get plus 10 and a half at some point. Ooh. Plus 17. That Ooh. was going to be my pick wow. on this show. I think the Lamar Jackson hype, deservedly as it may be, has, has gone to record highs and gone a little bit too high where the Ravens, because everybody wants to bet the Ravens, everyone wants to bet yep. on Lamar Jackson. This line has gone too high. Plus 17 for the Browns at home is too high of a number, and that's the way I wanted to go. But I, <laughs> I, I understand your pick. I see the logic in it. I'll be rooting for you. Hey, it, it could middle. The Browns could lose by less than 17. But, uh, you know, by more than four, by more than three. So it's very possible that both sides of this teaser uh, wind up hitting. But uh, I actually like the other side of this game. Wow. Is that going to be your cheeseburger? It is not going to be um, for a couple reasons. One, you can't tease yeah, both say, sides of the same game. That would be weird. But also because, uh, you know, I won't be I don't want to be rooting against our pick. And I'm going to take what is actually the best pick on the entire board. I was hoping someone could take it so I could have some fun with the Browns. But that is going to be the Seattle Seahawks Ooh. at home <laughs> against the Arizona Cardinals, taking them from a nine and a half point favorite to a two and a half point favorite. And yeah, similar to my pick there. last week, cross the seven, cross the three. Yeah. The Seahawks just have to win by a field goal at yep. home. Potentially, you know, one of the best teams in the league. They've got an 11 and three record. Um, our first place in the NFC need to win their last two games for home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Yeah. The Cardinals are just not very good. Uh, we see it week after week. I mean, beating the Browns at home. They did it in the number one pick Oklahoma Heisman matchup. But you can't trust Arizona on the road in Seattle. And uh, not a must win for Seattle, but it, it'd be a, obviously a very, 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 very big win uh, with a chance to clinch home field advantage in week 17 versus have to, having to potentially play um, you know, in wild card weekend and having to go on the road. Uh, in the second round. So Seattle's going to win this game against Arizona. She's got to win by a field goal or more. Best pick on the board. I like the other ones as well. I think we're going to get a win on our triple cheeseburger. Yeah, you mean the same Seattle like Seahawks that uh, the frauds, right? Remember how, how they were just, they were actually just not that good and they could only win by like one point. These are the, This is the team that you're putting your money on, hey, this week. Hey, I, 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 uh, I did you know, like them against the Rams. And, Eleven and, and whatever three, so fraudulent Seahawks team. Is that who you're talking about? So, yeah. <laughs> the, so let, let me let me dive into that real quickly. Do, do you know the teams that they've lost to this year? The three teams they've lost to. Tell us. Go, go ahead. Go ahead, please, please. Yeah, t- the, the floor is yours. Eric. Defending the def- defending NFC Super Bowl uh, representative in the Rams on the road. Mm. They lost to. They yeah. lost to the MVP with the best record in the in the league, Lamar Jackson, and the Ravens. Yep. And they've lost to Drew Brees, who had the best performance we've ever seen, possibly, in the New Orleans Saints. Oh, so three teams oh, oh. they've lost to. So wait a second, Eric. Wait a second. So you're telling me on the Under Review show that the Seattle Seahawks aren't frauds? They are frauds in the sense that they don't beat the elite of the elite. That's uh, that's shown. They lost to New Orleans and Baltimore. Um, so they they handle the teams that they should handle, but they don't handle the teams that they might not be able to. Exactly. And they'll beat up on a bad team uh, in Arizona who have got nothing to play for except draft position. Maybe they want to get a, a stud receiver to replace Larry Fitzgerald in there um, and give uh, Kyler Murray something to throw to for the next 10 years. 
Yeah, no motivations to win, all motivations to lose, uh, and Seahawks are the opposite. So Pete Carroll and uh, Russell Wilson take care of business at home. Uh, they are a fraud in some way, but they'll beat a team that's got nothing to play for. Well, I can't disagree with you. And uh, I'm being facetious with the fraud thing. They're clearly one of the best teams in the NFC. And you're absolutely right. You've pegged it, Complete right? Complete fraud. They are, Complete fraud. <laughs> they are. I mean, here's the thing. They, they could make it. They could go to the Super Bowl, frankly. I don't, I don't. It's so crazy to see what they do uh, week in and week out. They're in a rebuild, by the way. You know that? Yeah. You know that people are, yeah. like, pegging them five. Their over-under is, like, five or six wins on the season. Um, and uh, and look what they're doing now. They're, they're absolutely playing phenomenally well. Um, you know, Russell Wilson was, it was some, you know, rumblings of MVP talk up until week 10 of the season, you know? So, um, uh, I think, yeah, you're absolutely right. This is a fantastic team and they're rolling right now uh, coming up, you know, they, they know they have a lot of experience, they're well coached and, uh, and that's when you do it when they have a bit to play for, which is, um, some positioning, you know, and, uh, and to yeah. basically do their thing at home. Um, so there we, there we have it. Uh, we have, we have the, uh. The Houston, Texas teased from minus three up to plus four. Seattle teased down from minus five and a half to minus two and a half. The Baltimore Ravens are the controversial pick of the Teesburger this week. The Ravens from 10 down to three, of which my entire fantasy career is riding upon um, that matchup, basically. So if we win the Teesburger, you win the championship. Well, if Lamar Jackson goes out of his mind, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do, but uh, but I do need. I mean, I, I'm, I'm favored this week, but it's. Uh, I'm telling you, my my fantasy team has some seriously shitty matchups, um, and defenses that they're playing against. So I mean, last week I needed, I needed the uh, the performance of a lifetime in order to unseed the reigning, defending, undisputed champion of our fantasy league, um, who's been just uh, you know just crushing everybody for years here, um, and. And we we got that victory, but I, I might have blown my wad that early. You know what I mean? The team might not have this in them. They they there might not be enough. Your championship in the tank. was the semifinals. Is it, that what you're saying? It, it felt like it was the people's championship in the semifinals. Yeah. Um, no. But I've got you know I got things like, like I got some I got some tough. I got some tough matchups, right? I've got teams. I got Lamar going up against Cleveland. I mean, Cleveland's not that bad, and it's on the road, so you know he's going to have a down downturn there. Um, you know, I've got teams going up against the Seattle. You know, Christian Kirk. I got on the road against Seattle. Uh, mm. I got Todd Gurley on the road versus San Francisco. Got Cooper Cup too there. You know what I mean? I got um, yeah, yeah. The New England defense. Um, they're playing Buffalo, which it means that they, I mean they might get a pick or two here, but there's not going to be a lot of crazy scoring or. You know. Oh my God! You had you had Gurley and Cup last week. Yeah, I did. Those guys at the end of the game. Oh my God! Yeah, I had so sick thing about that, and then I'm I'm sure that we we had to move on. But the sick thing about that was last week, I had Gurley, and if you guys watched that game, he scored super late in the game, and he actually got the two point conversion too, uh, which was awesome. But the guy that I was playing against that wound up beating me by 15 points had Cooper Cup, yeah. so it was like a you know six it was one a half a dozen double, of the other double, right yeah, there, double edged sword there. Yeah. So yeah. So this it's going to be a tough one for me to 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 crank out. But I, I think the the only like chance I have maybe the the X factor is going to probably be Lamar. If Lamar can just do what he's been doing, and you know he just does it with running and passing. You know he have to score a lot of points, but he's going to run for eighty five yards probably. Right. 
you know, and, 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 and throw a couple touchdowns and he can, he can get me 40, 50 points. I feel pretty good about it. Very unlikely. Yeah. So it's a, it's going to be a tough one, but I'm, I'm happy that we've wrapped our cheeseburger into this so I can have the single most stressful, um, um, <laughs> football watching day that you can possibly imagine. I think that's, that's really, I think what it's all about is just having me like lose years off the end of my life because I'm losing, you know, my shit. Um, betting as well as uh, you know, watching my uh, fantasy. But that, why else would you watch football, right? Exactly, exactly, guys. Well, hey, um, folks, if you like what we're saying and you want to bet this cheeseburger, and you go to BetOnline.ag, they're going to give you a bonus for using the promo code Review. It's pretty simple. Um, you just head there, punch that in when you do your deposit, and they give you a little extra nugget in your account. And then uh, you know, BetOnline also uh, mobile. Um, desktop, and you can basically bet on anything from esports to NFL football. Uh, bet online is uh, is your destination, and they're also really good to uh, give us all these uh, this inside information when we need it. Thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, you can find us on uh, iTunes Podcast. You can find us on uh, Podcast One. Right, we were we were featured on the front page last two weeks, guys. Right by like Shaq, Shaq's podcast, and then and then there was the under review show on Podcast One. It was friggin' awesome. Um, you can find us there and you can find us uh, on Spotify and uh, everything and uh, even betonline.ag's uh, social media profiles like to talk about us from time to time so thanks for doing this this has been The Aftermath you can find uh, us on air again later this week where we head into the weekend with your water cooler best bets egregious point spreads and the scariest bets for week 16 in the NFL on behalf of uh, Eric and Sean thanks for tuning in this has been The Under Review Show Adios, muchachos.